I have fallen in love with Instagram. That wasn't always the case. I had to kind of go into Instagram a little bit kicking and screaming, but now I am rejoicing <laughs> over Instagram. <laughs> And I can think of no a better person than Corey Walker to come in today and talk about the hottest feature on Instagram. I'm excited for this conversation because we know each other offline and have had a lot of conversations. And Instagram is so powerful because I think this whole suite of features that it provides. But I want to know from you, Corey, as someone who has like 20 years experience in marketing, who wrote, literally wrote the book on Instagram. <laughs> Uh, she's the co-author of Instagram for Business for Dummies and Instagram for Dummies. Let's start there. Let's start with how did that come to be? How did you become a co-author on these iconic books? Well, it was a connection, really. One of my connections has written a lot of Dummies books of all different types. So he really knew the format and all of that, but he wasn't an expert at Instagram. So he knew how to write the books, but he really needed that like expert kind of infusion. Yeah. <laughs> so he's somebody, Eric Buto is someone that I've known for a long time. And he said, Hey, would you want to help on this? And of course I say, yes. Well, and I mean, what a great experience that is to be able to pour your experience and insight and wisdom into these iconic books that really have become household names. And I'm not sure, maybe I'll ask this question, but at the time that you co-authored those books, was the feature that we're going to talk about today, Reels, was that part of the equation or did that come along after you co-authored those books? Well, that's a funny story because, so the Instagram for Business for Dummies book is actually in its second edition. So the first edition was a few years ago. So no, at all, no. But in the second edition, Reels was coming out. We were literally putting the book to bed and then Reels was announced and we thought, so we rushed and yeah, got that chapter written. But yeah, I mean, Reels was really in its infancy. So it doesn't even have as many of the features as it has now. They keep adding things and it's one of those things where TikTok will add something then they're like, oh, okay, we'll add that too. And so, yeah, but it, it is in the newest book. Instagram for uh, business for dummies and also Instagram for dummies. So let's jump in to this hottest feature. And I guess we've let the cat out of the bag in the sense that we're talking <laughs> about reels here. So yes. Corey, let's start there. First of all, I'm excited for reels. And let me just say personally, I have noticed, I think as many people have, that the reach, the organic reach is so much higher on reels and hopefully that's not just for a limited time, but tell me what you know about Reels as it stands today, as of the recording and the live streaming of this video that we're doing right now, which is in November of 2021. Is the reach higher than in other features of Instagram? Is that just my imagination or is that real? No, it's not your imagination. It is definitely higher. I can post something either on my account or one of my clients' accounts. And it's fun to watch because what it seems to do is it'll sit there for maybe 10 or 20 minutes. I don't know if you've noticed this and it'll just poke along and then all of a sudden it'll go on a run and it'll just go. And then you'll have a couple thousand people. It depends on the size of your audience. Maybe you'll have a million people, but I'll notice it goes on this run for maybe 20 or 30 minutes. And I feel like it's testing out the market 
but it really does to go back to your question it's going out to your non-followers so it's putting it out there to brand new eyeballs that um, have not been exposed to you before and and let's go back to the power of that especially in organic marketing if you're not throwing money at it if organic reaches everything Yes. And in, especially in light of the last many years, we've seen organic reach down on Facebook pages. I know a lot of people, myself included, spending years building up likes and, and follows on a Facebook page only to now only have a small proportion of people who actually see those posts unless you pay them. So I think it's like from an organic marketing perspective where you can get it, go and get it. So long yes. as your audience is there, there's no point in being all over Instagram and creating all these reels, if you definitively know that your audience isn't there, otherwise really what's the point of that? But here's the thing, I think, when we look at the sheer number of people who are using Instagram on a monthly basis, the, the monthly visits, the, the monthly users, it's in the billions, like it's mm -hmm. over a billion monthly active users. So chances yeah. are pretty high that for most people, their audience is going to be there. Yeah. And I really think all the social platforms, they, they start with kids and then they ramp up in the age. And so Instagram has really matured and grown up and it's at a sweet spot right now because like I have a 17 year old daughter and a 13 year old daughter and they're both on Instagram, but then my husband and I are both on Instagram, you know, so it's reaching a very wide um, net. Now, what I will say is probably as it gets to, you know, older and older, then my daughters will <laughs> abandon ship just like <laughs> with Facebook, but yeah, it's really matured. And so it's not a kid app anymore. And even TikTok is going the same way. TikTok is still probably skewed still a little bit younger, but I know so many people now that are on TikTok, they just get addicted to that short form video. Well, I think short form video is really powerful. It's just really an indication of what people want to consume today. And yes. it's probably even more indicative of the fact that people's attention spans are so low. We're really busy. They still want value. They still want to be entertained. They still want to be inspired, but they want to do it in short form content yeah. and little snack size pieces, you know? So tell us what are some of the fundamentals that you look at in terms of creating short form content? Do you have a specific kind of structure that you use? For example, I always include a CTA or I don't always include a CTA. What are some fundamentals around structure that you utilize when you're creating your reels? Because as we've just seen, you have reels that have had 5,000 views, 3,000 views, 2,000 views. And cumulatively, we're talking about tens of thousands of views organically. Oh, yeah. So it's powerful. Yeah, way, way more than any of my other content. But yeah, so some of the, the basics that I've found just through trial and error. So the first thing is trending audio. So that is super important. You would think like, oh, everyone's using the same music, but for some reason, if you use that trending audio, it helps. Another big one that I've noticed personally is really short. Keep it really short because they expanded the time frame that you can do 60 seconds. And so I thought, oh, great. Like I'll explain this whole thing. And then people are like, <laughs> so, <laughs> tell it to me, tell it to me in seven seconds. Right? Exactly. So seven to 15 seconds, I think is pretty much the sweet spot, which is hard to believe, but yeah, my reels that are 
short and sweet and just get a little message out there are do better. Another one is adding some kind of title to your reel mm -hmm. so that when they see it on your profile page or when they see it in the feed, they know automatically they can look at that title that's actually text overlay on the reel and know something they're going to learn or what it's going to be about. Yeah. And people need to be really careful about where they place text because this is a little insider tip. <laughs> when you play it in the feed, it chops off the top and the bottom. And so if you put your text down low or up high, then people just watching it in the regular feed or on your profile page aren't going to see that text. They'd only see it if they opened it in the full reels view. It's great. Yeah. And mine, like my reels, I try to teach something, but then I also like to put in some humor when I can <laughs> because yeah. people, it's just more enjoyable. People like this is cute. a dose of humor. You probably won't see me dancing. <laughs> right. right. I think my daughters would literally disown me if I started dancing. <laughs> so you probably won't see me dancing, but a lot of people dance. And if that's what they're into and they, that's, you know, what they like, it's really, a lot of people do it and it's fun. And well, I, I think this is a big misconception that especially people who are in coaches, consultants in the educational space, they go, well, well, TikTok, or in this case, we're talking about reels. The short form content thing is not for me. I, I can't participate in all that free organic reach because I'm not willing to dance. I'm not willing to do that. And I've seen and follow a lot of accounts, yours included, where it's not dancing. I don't dance either. And, you know, and I'm getting really decent reach on my reels as well. I think my issue, if I'm being honest here is, which I am being honest, is that I'm just not consistent. And I just haven't prioritized it as much as I probably should or could if I really want to see that explosive growth. So in terms of consistency, how many and how often should we be aiming for? Can you blanket statement that or is it more of a custom approach? If you could do them a few times a week, that would be awesome. But that's a big ask for most people. So I try to be consistent on doing one a week. And then I use carousels. So I would say do reels, do some stories, and then carousels are really big. They get a little bit better reach than just a static post. And one thing that's great about carousels is if you do like three images in a carousel, if your audience sees it once, then the next time they go through their feed, they're going to see the second piece of the carousel and then the third. So it's I almost like... Yeah, it's almost like just multiple ways to reach people. I did not know that. That is yes. so interesting. And I think of those three, carousels is not something I have done before, but I know of them and I really should incorporate that in. I do stories. I'm, I'm pretty consistent. I'm, I at least do a story a, a day, pretty much, mm -hmm. with the exception of weekends in most cases. And reels, I've been, I, I, I am producing them, but I just don't think I'm as consistent to your point, like once a week or even multiple times a week. I'm very much more hit and miss. But having said that, and possibly after this conversation, I'm going to be much more inspired to go in and just really nail that down and say, okay, I'm going to commit to this growth because we can see that there's so much potential there yes. to get that reach and to be able to get, ultimately, what does that mean? It means you get your message in front of more people for free. Yeah. There's actually, if you have a professional or a creator account, they have the insights 
And you can go in the insights and you can see like for reels, followers versus non-followers. And I'll see 5,000 people and 3,700 are new people that haven't seen my stuff before. So really, if you're looking for a way to get in front of people that doesn't cost money, reels are a way to go. And to your point, in those insights, new people. And this is the thing, right? If you are talking to the same people over and over and over again, the definition of insanity, (laughs) right? Getting the same result, you need to have new people who come in and discover the awesomeness that you are, the expert that you are, the authority that you are. That's what Corey's talking about here, right? Is that the new people never heard of you before. You have a huge opportunity to then make an impression on them. And it starts with content, but it continues with all the the digital marketing systems that you've set up in order to, you know, capture people's emails and all that. But it does start with the attention factor, right? You can't build trust unless you first get their attention. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're really dialing into today. That's amazing. And I learned something new. So thank you, Corey. Um, (laughs) I wanted to ask you as we um, wrap up on Cash In On Camera today, I like to do a little segment that we call Stop Marketing Like It's 1999. So what is a tip, a tool, a tactic, or a technique that's really working for you personally to help you grow your brand or help you grow your business that you can share with our audience today? Well, what's really interesting is that on that Reels train, I have been downloading my Reels and then I also put them on TikTok, which I haven't had that much growth on TikTok, and I honestly haven't put that much effort into it, but I feel like, okay, I have the same thing that could go over here, so I'll put it over here, but I also have been putting some of my reels, if they're appropriate, which most of them are, some of them, not like they're not appropriate, but just if they're more funny and stuff, then I might not put them on LinkedIn, but I have been putting some of my reels on LinkedIn. And on LinkedIn, people, I've been getting a lot of bigger leads from LinkedIn. So it's not Instagram. A lot of times I'm getting, oh, that was funny or they like it, but it's not as things aren't happening as much. But when I put them on LinkedIn, I get those business leads and people saying, hey, I saw you on LinkedIn. I think maybe because reels are a little bit different, so it stands out more. But, I think yeah. LinkedIn is doing, a, I think, a lot to break free from this stigma that it has of being very corporate and stoic and uh, stuffy and all that. And maybe that's part of that equation. And so when you post your reels to LinkedIn, you're just posting them in vertical format and then with mm-hmm. the black bars on the side and it's still working for you. It's still working. Wow. Yeah. And I get one of the ones I did, it's actually my favorite one where I was like different characters, like I'm a author, creator, all that. That got more likes than I've ever gotten on anything on, on LinkedIn before. Amazing. So yeah, if you're doing reels and you want to repurpose them for LinkedIn, it got me a lot of traction. So awesome. Well, that's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. And Corey, how do people get in touch if they want, obviously, Instagram, which is at Corey C. Walker, yes. right? Yeah. And where else can people reach you if they want to reach out, maybe learn about the book, get the book, all these different things that you do? 
Yeah. So probably the best hub is my website and that is the marketing And so, yeah, if they want the Instagram for business for dummies book is linked there. It's also on my link tree right now on my Instagram. So that's there as well. I have a reels checklist that's free. So some of the things that I talked about, things that make a really good reel are on that checklist. There's 10 different items on there. So if you want to download that, just click that link and it'll take you right there. Cool. And yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Well, thank you so much, Corey, for coming on today. I really appreciate you sharing the, the hottest feature on Instagram Reels. I know you and I both are benefiting from all of the free organic reach that we've been getting. And now yes. hopefully our audience also starts to see the value in jumping into Instagram and not only just doing reels, but really utilizing the platform to expand their reach and grow their brands. So I appreciate you being on Cash In On Camera today. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This podcast features curated audio originating from live video interviews simulcast on social media. You can catch full video episodes at Cheryl Plouffe and on my YouTube channel. To learn how we can help you use video to grow your business, visit CherylPlouffe.com. Remember, you can send us a voicemail question or suggestion for inclusion in the show from our main podcast page. Cash In On Camera is a production of Cheryl Plouffe Media.